0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 18 of The Social Dentist. I'm your host, Dr. Yazdan. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so happy because we need to talk about something really important today. Today, my goal is to convince you to book a photo shoot, and I'm going to help you plan it so that it's not stressful for you. Last week, we talked about what to do if and when your business-related posts don't get as much engagement and they don't do as well as your personal posts. And I had so many people reach out to me saying that the mindset shift from that episode helped them so much. But I also have been getting so many questions about how to look natural in photos on social media or for those types of personal photos or even photos of you but in a business setting. So in this episode, besides getting you to book a photo shoot – we're going to be going over how to look and feel natural when you take your photos or when you have your photos taken. Because as a healthcare professional, most of us weren't always in front of the camera and we don't have the experience or the background of modeling or blogging or really putting ourselves out there like that. Like we don't sit there and know that, you know, our foot looks better if it's turned this way or our hand looks better in this position. Those are just things that we typically don't have experience with, so it's really awkward when you get started. It's very foreign for us to take all these photos and then post them all over the internet. I get it, and it feels very vain, and it feels so, so awkward. You probably feel like you're gonna hate all your photos because you won't look natural, and you are not alone, my friend. To be honest, I still don't care for photos of myself, but if you scroll through my feed, it looks like I'm actually obsessed with having photos of myself taken and posting them. But the posts of myself are very strategic. I'm very much a strategy type of girl, so yes, as much as I don't love photos of myself or posting photos of myself, I will continue to do it because it works, and they're so much better than using stock images. And I wanna teach you how to make this a comfortable part of your routine. The truth is, people need to see your face on social media. If you want to have any kind of online presence to promote your business, especially if you're trying to attract people to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars in your business, having professional-looking, branded, or lifestyle photos can massively uplevel your business. Your tribe, your audience needs to know who they're following, and they need to put a face to the business and a face to the person behind all the work. It really helps build that know, like, and trust factor. And how you show up online directly affects your business. Your audience will be attracted to you in a different way than if you're just using stock images that are just so impersonal. Now, I'm not saying to never use stock images, they have their place. But what I am saying is you need to show up, you need to show your face, and I want you to feel comfortable when you do it. If you are in my Grow With The Gram program, then you know exactly how to take your own photos and make them look really good. I teach you that step-by-step in the course. So if you haven't gone over that yet in the program, then make sure you do so. You don't necessarily need to even hire a photographer for this, however, You do need to have professional looking photos, but this is something that we will get into later. Keep in mind the photos you take during the photo shoot can be used in more places than just on social media. It could be used on your website, it could be used in any ads that you decide to do, any magazine articles you write, any speaking gigs you have, and the list goes on and on. So let's start with some pre-photo shoot planning. Before I give you all the details, I want you to know that today's freebie is a photo shoot planning checklist, so you don't need to take any notes in this episode. I'm going to lay it all out for you and make it really easy for you, so to get your hands on that freebie, you just go to dryazin.com slash 18, or just check out the show notes of this episode, and they'll be waiting there for you, but I want you to listen to the episode first and then head on over there to download your checklist. One thing I used to do before I would have any photos taken is to find inspiration. So I would find other women on social media whose photos I actually liked and felt like I could do a similar pose and look okay doing it. And I would screenshot them and save them on my phone. And then I'd look for photos that could fit my brand and my style and I'd keep an album on my phone. In fact, I even did this for my wedding. I gathered a bunch of wedding photos that I loved from other people's weddings and I eventually sent them to my wedding photographer so that he could see the look I was going for. What I found is that doing this got me a little excited and it made me feel inspired and it gave me ideas of what I could do so that I didn't feel so crazy just being out there with a camera. I want you to do the same thing. I want you to do what I did gather photos that you like, the poses you like, the types of outfits you like, and share these photos with your photographer. The next thing I want you to do is to create a playlist. Create a playlist of music that lights you up and gives you a lot of energy and that's fun for you because you're going to play that playlist, you're going to play that music during your photo shoot. I promise that this helps so much. If you're shy and you don't want to play it during your photo shoot, then play it on the way to your photo shoot. Sometimes you could have you know, photo shoots at your home and in that type of setting, it's probably a little easier to play music. But if you're in you know, a public park or in a public coffee shop or something, you're obviously not gonna wanna play music. So you can listen to the playlist while you're on your way to your photo shoot. Okay, now it's time to find a photographer. It is hard to find someone that you can vibe with, but it's possible. Your photographer should make you feel very comfortable. They should also be able to help you with your poses so that they look good. So this means that you need to have a quick conversation with him or her and mention that you're uncomfortable with this. I totally did that. I told my photographers when I was first starting out, like, hey, I am so uncomfortable doing this. I don't know what looks good, you have to help me. But let them know that you wanna make sure your photos look natural and that you don't look awkward and honestly, just say how you feel. Like Again, I used to tell my photographers this all the time, and it helped me so much. It's like when a patient tells you that they are nervous for their procedure and you talk them through it and make them feel good, you make them feel comfortable and confident in your work. Your photographer can do the same for you. So let's talk about how you actually find the photographer. Well, I usually start by asking for recommendations from your peers If you don't know anyone to ask for this, honestly, you can find some on Instagram. That's how I find plenty of my vendors. I actually found the gal that did my desserts for my baby shower off of Instagram. I did that by looking up specific hashtags, and you can do the same thing. So you could look up hashtags like lifestyle photographer, and then you could add your city in there, or photographer, and then your city or location. So I'm from Orange County. My office is in Newport Beach. So I might look up the hashtags like Newport Beach photographer or Orange County photographer or lifestyle photographer OC. Find a few people and then keep a list of the people that you find because you're going to contact them. So here's the thing. If money is tight or you just don't want to spend a lot, just know that you don't have to. Prices of photography range so much. And also there are people that are just starting out and they're gonna wanna add to their portfolio. So you can find someone like that or if you have something of value to offer, you can do a swap. You could totally get this for free. Maybe not for every session, but at least maybe the first one, but get creative. I'm telling you, there are lots of options out there. Find several photographers that you would wanna reach out to and keep a list of them, keep their name, their email and whatever info you have of them and maybe even screenshot some of their photos so you can see what you liked from their page, and I'm gonna tell you how you're gonna reach out. Before you actually reach out, I want you to put together a brief description of what you're looking for. One thing that I like to do is to make sure that I get access to all my photos from the shoot, except the ones where my eyes are closed or I look totally insane, I don't really need to see those and be reminded of how awkward I can look, but in general, I wanna get access to all the photos, and I wanna be able to choose the photos that I want edited. Another thing that's really important to me is that I wanna accumulate at least 50 edited photos from my session. Now, you may want more, or you may want less, and maybe you want 30, but I've found my sweet spot to be about 50. I also want you to be very clear about how many outfit changes you want to do so i typically book my photo shoots for about an hour and a half sometimes two hours and i have about five to seven outfit changes and this helps me get a lot of looks in i also like to know how many locations are included during my session so usually if you pick one location that has a lot of different backgrounds It can work but maybe sometimes you want to do two like maybe one in your office and then one at the nearest park outside your office or maybe you want to do a photo shoot in a studio that works too just make sure that your photographer is okay with this and that it's included in the quote that you get so your photographer may have a studio or may need to rent one or your photographer may be willing to drive one or two miles during the photo shoot But let's say you're going to be driving like 10 to 15 minutes out of the way. They may charge you for that. They may charge you the mileage or they may include that as part of your shooting time. So these are all things that should be mapped out and you should know clearly ahead of time so that you don't fall off track and you you really want to make sure that you're getting exactly what you need and you and your photographer are on the same page. Another important question you need to ask your photographer is, Whether you actually own the photos and if you're able to use them without giving credit back to your photographer, if your photographer wants to use your photos or they require some type of photo credit, make sure you're okay with those terms. If you're not, then you need to set up the terms in advance. With some things, I'm okay to credit my photographer, like maybe if it's, you know, a social media post and they just want you to tag them. I don't I don't think that's too much of a big deal for me. But in some senses, like if I'm using it for marketing or on my website, I really don't wanna be giving credit to my photographer, so I wanna make sure that I own those photos. So I want you to be clear with your photographer about what works for you. You also need to know how quickly you will get your photos. I think that a one to two week turnaround time for edited photos is important. And I like to see my full gallery of images within a few days. And after I pick the ones I like, one to two weeks is good for a turnaround time for edited photos for me. But you have to decide if that's okay for you. You also wanna be clear on what editing (laughs) means to your photographer. So do you just want the light to be adjusted or are you gonna want some big adjustments to your photos? Typically I just have my lighting adjusted a little bit and that's just how I like my photos to look, but some people want really heavy editing. That will likely make a big difference in the cost, but if there's something specific you want, then just be clear and upfront about that and work that out with the photographer ahead of time. Ooh, one thing I forgot to mention, is for you to ask if your photographer will charge hourly or if they charge per session. See if you can maybe save some money in that way. Like if you do, if a session is three hours and includes different locations and a certain amount of photos, you may save a little bit there or maybe the hourly rate will be cheaper for you. My photographer lets me shoot in as many outfits as I want with the time that I booked with her. So, we work very quickly together and we get things done. So, even if, even though I usually take about five to seven outfits, if I had 15, but I can make it work, she has no problem doing that. So, once you get all of these things straightened out, you can contact the photographers from your list and get quotes. Once you actually choose your photographer, I want you to get clear on all the details. So map out the date, the time, and the location. Your photographer will be able to tell you what time of day will be best for your photos. Also, for your first shoot, you may want to consider having photos taken maybe at your office or at your home because it's already awkward to take photos outside in a crowded area and definitely takes a little getting used to because you think, oh, people are staring. But being in your element makes it more comfortable it's also easier to do outfit changes if you're you know in your office or at home or something if you're going to a park to have photos taken it may be a little bit more difficult to have some outfit changes but if you do find an empty park somewhere and you're comfortable with that outfit changes might include adding layers like adding a jacket or something to change up your look with you don't wanna be changing outfits in the middle of the street or park in broad daylight, but you already know that. So keep the locations in mind too when you're actually choosing your outfits. If you're you know, at home, you could have you know, complete wardrobe changes, but if you're gonna be at a park, it's gonna be really hard to be lugging around different pairs of shoes, maybe different socks, different dresses, pants, skirts, shoes, whatever. So think about adding layers that might help change up your look but not necessarily have you you know, running to a nearby restroom to continue to change. Speaking of outfits, you need to actually pick out your outfits in advance. So do not do this the morning of. It is so, so, so stressful and you will for sure forget something. The week before or at least like three days before, start just thinking about what colors you like to wear And think about if you want business photos, lifestyle photos, or a mixture of both. And then think about the locations that you like and what outfits would be best for those locations. You don't want to wind up with a suit on the beach. That's obvious, but you get what I mean. Make sure to take matching shoes and socks with your outfits too, because I have shown up to photo shoots with a bunch of cute outfits and heels and then I have forgotten my sneakers for my photos and my scrubs. That was actually really interesting because I ended up taking the photos with my scrubs and my heels on, and it looked horrible, but my photographer cropped out my heels, and nobody could tell. But we definitely laughed about it, and unfortunately, it really limits the poses that you can do and the amount of photos that you could get because I could have only so many poses Without actually, you know, showing my full outfit or like, you know, if you're sitting, it just it looks awkward to always be cropping out your feet. In some photos, you just need it, but the heel, you know, having heels with scrubs just doesn't really work. So that photo shoot was interesting, but you don't want to waste your time and your money. So just make sure you're prepared. So put all the clothes you picked out with your shoes and your socks and everything else in one area so that you don't forget to grab anything. If you need any props, just make sure to pack those as well. So if you need a stethoscope or maybe a white coat as part of your outfit, you also may want like a mask or something, then make sure to put those aside with everything else to minimize any stress the day of. Then I want you to think about some poses you like, not a 10, but maybe just like two or three to get you going. And this is going to sound weird, but I actually want you to practice those poses so that you feel comfortable in them. I know this sounds crazy, but it's actually helpful, I promise. Because you can see how your legs should be positioned, you can see what angles your hands or arms should be, and how you should or shouldn't tilt your head. There's just so many benefits to practicing the poses, and when you feel more natural in the pose, your photos will actually come out more natural looking. I have a few poses that I rotate between, I've practiced them so much that I can kind of relax into them now and it makes such a difference and I don't look as stiff and as awkward as I did when I was first starting to have photos taken. Another thing we need to talk about is for the ladies, hair and makeup is a big deal. You really want to look and feel good. So whether you do it yourself or you have it done, just try to look like yourself, meaning If you don't actually and normally wear hot pink lipstick, then do not wear hot pink lipstick on the day of your photo shoot. If you don't like to wear a lot of makeup and you don't like to have lashes on, then don't get these extra dramatic lashes on that day. I personally like to be a little heavier on my makeup. I feel I photograph better, but that's my own personal decision. But you may completely feel the opposite way that I do. Just know what you like and go for it. Don't try to be someone you're not. If I want to go for the natural bare face beauty type look, I know that I will not like any of my photos. It's just the way that I am. I know that about myself. So while I don't put on, you know, like black eyeshadow, like I'm going to a nightclub, I do like to have a good amount of shadow on, a good amount of blush, a darker lipstick, but on a normal basis throughout my week, I don't look like that. So just do whatever you know you're gonna be comfortable with in your photos. I also have to remind you of something else too. I want you to let your photographer be the expert. If they're suggesting something, for example, taking photos in a different area because of the lighting, let them be the expert. The same way that you want your patients to let you be the expert and want them to let you guide them, you should do the same with the photographer. So show them the album of photos you have saved, show them the poses, the look, and the style you like, and ask them to give you suggestions on how to kind of recreate that, but for you. This sounds like a whole lot, but don't worry. It gets easier and easier the more you do it. I definitely do not like doing photo shoots. I really don't, but I also don't mind them anymore. And now when I get with my photographer, we have we kind of have it down to a T. We know exactly what poses I like, she knows the angles I like, she knows the side of my face I like more, and the side I forbid her to take photos of me in, and things just go a lot more smoothly. She can even tell when I'm not feeling something or if something is off, and she'll literally tell me, your smile looks so fake, and she'll crack a joke, and I'll start laughing, and she'll start snapping photos, but this type of relationship takes time. So for now, just plan the one, be organized, and get it done. Just get through it. And when you get your photos, keep them organized. I keep mine organized in a Dropbox file with the date and the location of the photos. That way I can always find what I'm looking for really quickly. When you're done, if you liked the experience and you liked your photos and you felt comfortable, then stick with that person. Book another one for the following month or two months away. I want you to get it on the calendar so that you know you have it coming up and you can start planning for it. If you didn't love the person and you don't love your photos, it's okay. Be honest with yourself and find somebody new for the next time. I like to book my sessions once a month. And if you're in my Growth The Grand program, you know I teach you how to batch all your content for one month and just one day. So I choose that day to also have my photos taken. And you can do the same. I know that was a lot of info, so make sure you grab that checklist that I mentioned earlier. It's just dryasden.com slash 18, or you could go in the show notes. I will link it there. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have been liking this content, please, please, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. They're so helpful in letting me know if you're liking this content and it truly keeps me going. Also, I would love to know how your photo shoot went. So find me on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan and send me a direct message letting me know. Next week, we're going to be talking about what you are known for. We get into the nitty gritty details of niching down and being known for something specific, which is really important when it comes to branding yourself. So make sure to tune in to next week's episode and I will chat with you here next week in the same time and same place.